everyone, this is Des, and you are listening to The Wellness Project, episode number 70. We are in episode number 70, and we are in season three of my podcast. So welcome to season three. Thank you to all of you who have been listening this whole time. Welcome to any new listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It is New Year's Day. I hope that you've had a wonderful New Year's Eve, and here we are, New Year's Day, January 1st of 2022 already. I know everybody's been saying that they can't believe how fast the time is going and how we're in 2022 already, but really, how are we here so quickly? Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it. So I'm really hoping that this is going to be a great year, and I know a lot of people had a very, very rough 2021, and we did not end off on the greatest note in 2021. I don't know if you've heard, but I am here in Denver, but we had a massive wildfire the day before yesterday. I guess they don't really know the cause of it right now. There were rumors that it was a downed power line from the extreme winds but now they're saying there's no evidence that any power lines were taken down i know they have a search warrant to go on somebody's property to search their property so i don't know if it was something that was intentionally set or it was a bonfire or fireworks or something like that but either way i mean really really tragic Almost a thousand houses are completely destroyed, like gutted to the ground, completely flattened. I mean, it's absolutely horrific. And even more than that, we're damaged. So not ending off on the greatest foot in 2021, uh, really really sad. I mean, so many pets passed away. So many people weren't home yet and they're coming home to absolutely nothing and it's just really really heartbreaking it was a really hard few days and mark and i were actually going to go out today to help with the pet rescue efforts there's a lot of people volunteering and donating and looking for the animals and setting traps and things like that so we were actually planning to go today early this morning but we ended up getting snowed in yesterday we had new year's eve plans to go to a gala i bought tickets a few weeks ago to go to a gala at one of the resorts here And we actually ended up getting snowed in. It snowed all night. We got like, I think six inches, I think the news said. This morning when we woke up, it was still bad conditions. So we stayed in New Year's Eve. And then when we woke up this morning, the roads were still in bad conditions. So unfortunately, we didn't get to go. Maybe we'll get to go tomorrow. I have to look at the Facebook group. Um, It's very organized. It's really, really great that the moderators are, they're posting pictures of the animals missing. They're posting pictures of the animals that have been found that have been reunited or have been found and have been deceased. Um, So they're really keeping up with that. And it's really, really amazing. So Mark and I were hoping to help and look for the animals. So it just depends on the weather and the roads because we don't have our winter tires yet. I mean, the weather in Colorado has been amazing. It hasn't snowed at all. Like this is the second time it snowed. So we don't have our winter tires on yet. So we weren't able to go anywhere yesterday or today. I did also have, due to the wildfires, um, kind of I had a, a crazy incident. So my flight was the 30th leaving Florida. I went to Florida for the week to visit family for the holidays. My flight was Thursday the 30th and I had a connection. That was the day of the fires and everything moved really, really quickly. So Mark was flying in from New York and thankfully he got in and I think, I feel like he was one of the last flights to get into Denver. He said you couldn't see a thing, that it was really, really thick smoke everywhere, that you know it was just really crazy and really bad winds. He was seeing trucks on the highway 
overturned and everything. So really, really crazy. Um, he went to go pick up Lily from the border and I was on my first flight. I had a stopover in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And when I landed, it was only like a two and a half hour flight or something like that. When I landed, I turned on my phone and I got a text from Delta saying that my second flight, my connecting flight was canceled. So I panicked a little bit and I went to customer service and in the end I was able to get another flight. I mean it took a while but I couldn't get a flight out that night. I landed, I want to say I landed at like 5 p.m. and my flight that they originally had me on my next flight was Saturday. Again, it was Thursday. So I was like, um, no, that's not going to work. I need a different flight. So after going back and forth for a while, there were no flights available. I mean, as this agent was like trying to book me on flights, they were disappearing. She's like, do you want the 9 a.m.? I was like, that would be great. It was the only flight available. She was like, sorry, it's gone. Do you want the one o'clock? I was like, okay, it's the only one available. Put me on that. She's like, it's gone. Like they were just disappearing as she was trying to put me on the flights. So finally got one that was going to be very inconvenient. I was going to have a stopover over in Detroit and then go to Denver. But I was like, whatever, give it to me. It's all that's available. So they ended up putting me in a hotel for the night. I took a shuttle to the Comfort Inn. It was about 10 minutes away from the airport. And um, it was free and everything. I had a voucher. And um, so I went to my room. I settled in. And then I hear my door handle jiggle. That was the start of a very scary night. Long story short, a man was trying to break into my room and this was going on for a while. So I managed to get out of the room and talk to the front desk. They switched my room and everything. It was really, really scary, but I'm totally okay. I'm safe. I'm fine. Um, A little traumatizing, but um, now I have kind of in hindsight, like good tips for if this happens again and things I could do and things like safety precautions I could take and also things I could buy to help me out in those kind of situations. Um, And I would keep those in my carry-on bag because, again, my my flight was canceled. I didn't have my luggage. My my luggage was gone. I did not know where my luggage was going to be, if I was going to get my luggage back. I was very nervous about it, but I literally had the clothes on my back and my backpack that just had, like, I don't know, my notebooks and keys and water bottle in it. I really didn't have anything on me. I actually had to ask the front desk for a toothbrush and toothpaste. And normally I carry pepper spray on me, but that was in my luggage because you're not allowed to take it on the plane. So I am okay, but that was very scary. I'm going to write a blog about it, just safety precautions. I'm going to write about my story and what happened and tips I received. I'm in a travel, I'm in a girls travel Facebook group. So I wrote about it in there and I received a lot of great feedback and tips and everything. So I will be sure to post those in the blog. So keep a lookout. That will be in the travel section of my website, according to des.com. All right, so switching gears a little bit, I wanted to talk about some things having to do with the new year and reflection and New Year's Day and everything. I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but something I've always wanted to do is the positivity jar, or you could call it the happiness jar or gratitude jar, whichever you prefer. But basically the idea is that you get a jar And every single day you write on a post-it something that you were happy about that day or grateful for that day or a positive thing from that day. So I chose to do a positivity jar. So like my favorite thing from the day, something positive. And you're supposed to write on a post-it every single day. And then New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, you open your jar and you will read 365 positive things 
from your year. So I've always wanted to do this and 2021, I said, that's it. I always want to do it. I never have. I'm going to do it. So I actually bought a giant mason jar and I keep it on the counter and I put a bunch of post-its with it. So I honestly did fall off a little bit the last month or so. So I don't have 365 in there, but I have pretty close. I feel like I must have 250, 300 post-its in there. I did it most of the year. So today, Mark and I opened it up. He did it as well. So we both shared one post-it and put a thing on it for every day. So today we opened it up and it was so fun reading through our positive moments from the year. So that was really a fun activity and it's a really great way to just focus on the positive things in your life. It kind of trains your brain to look for the positive. Even on your worst day, you could find one positive thing from the day, you know, that you're grateful for or happy about. So I really actually liked this activity and we started it again today. So really, really fun. If you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, I'm planning to post a video tomorrow of me reading through some of those. So keep a lookout for that. So another thing is resolutions or goal setting. So one of my goals is to be a little more minimal in 2022. When I moved out to Colorado end of 2018, Mark and I got rid of so many things. I mean, we got rid of garbage bags, boxes. I mean, to the point where even now I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't get rid of that. I mean, I was in a frenzy. I was getting rid of everything. And for some reason, somehow, I don't know how, but it didn't even make a dent. I mean, we were going to Salvation Army, dropping off tons of stuff. But when we were loading our truck to move across the country, it was completely full. I mean, this truck was packed. I don't know how, but we just have so much stuff, so much stuff. So I am trying really hard to be a little minimal. I went a little crazy today and I just went through my whole house and I gathered two big piles of stuff that I'm going to be either selling or donating. So one thing that I saw online that I think is a really great tip that I do every single year, so I wanted to share it with you, is that you go in your closet and turn all of your hangers facing one way. So if you keep all of your hangers facing in, you're going to turn them all out. As you wear an outfit or a hoodie or whatever's on the hanger, you turn it the other way. So the things that you wear should be facing the opposite way. At the end of the year, everything that is still facing the way you placed it on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, you're going to get rid of all of those things because that will show that you did not wear that item one time throughout the year. Therefore, if you haven't worn it in a year, if you haven't looked at it in a year, you probably don't need it. So I do this every single year. And honestly, at the end of the year, it's very, very hard to give things away. I have a hard time with that. So it's good practice in letting go of things that you don't really use. So I went through my closet today. I got rid of a bunch of stuff. In all honesty, I did keep some things that the hanger was turned, but I couldn't let it go. I tried, but I couldn't. I will try again. So every year I'm going to do this exercise and I highly recommend you do it as well. So I think that tomorrow I'm going to do a little workshop slash go live in my Facebook group and on Instagram just about goal setting because I read a really great book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Highly, highly recommend. It's a great book and he gives all tips and this is all backed up by science and studies and everything and research. He has such great tips and ideas on how to build healthy habits and how to break other habits that you don't necessarily want in your life anymore. So I highly recommend it. But a few things that 
stuck out to me was, I think he calls it stacking. So if you have one habit, say that you do something every single day, say like you something like you brush your teeth, you're going to want to stack another habit that you want to incorporate into your life with that habit. So say you want to take a daily vitamin every day. You know that you brush your teeth every single day, every morning and every night. So it would benefit you to keep your vitamins next to your toothbrush because that will be a trigger for you that, oh, I need to take my vitamin. So stacking like that, say that you know every single day you get home from work and you put your keys on the key hanger. Well, say that it's your goal to jump rope every day. You're going to want to hang your jump rope on the key hanger where your keys are and where you place them every day. And that will trigger you to be like, oh, I need to jump rope. And then do it right away. Do that activity right away. Say you want to jump rope every day after work. And then do that habit. So something he also talks about in the book is that building a habit, actually the most important part is not doing that activity every day. He talks about how it's impossible to do something every single day. And it's totally normal to get out of your habit or miss a few days. And I think that's something that we're kind of black and white with. And I'm like that. If I fall off of working out, I'm like, oh, it's done. I'm a failure. I didn't stick to my goal. I didn't stick to my habits. I might as well give up. And it's almost like an excuse for me not to go back to it again. But James Clear explains that the most important part of healthy habit building is going back to that habit. Say you take a few days off or you miss a few days, you're on vacation, whatever it is, you're out of your routine, the most important part to building a habit is going back to it as soon as possible. That that is the true habit building exercise. So you miss a day, you go back to it the next day. You don't beat yourself up over it because it's okay. That It doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean that this isn't your healthy habit. That's totally normal. Things happen. But the most important part that reinforces the habit is going right back to it. So again, I highly recommend this book. If you're looking to build healthy habits in 2022, like I am, it's a great read. And I'm going to go over it tomorrow in my Facebook group and on TikTok. And maybe I'll send an email about it of tips. So look out for me because I'm going to post about it because it's just a really, really great book. As for reflecting on 2021 a little bit, I want to ask you some prompts. So get out a piece of paper or a notebook, get out a pen or pencil. I want you to take a few minutes to journal a little bit. So I'll give you a moment to get those things out. Okay. So a few questions I want you to answer in your notebook. You can answer it out loud if you're driving or on a run or something like that. But if you can write them down, even better. So question one, what was your happiest moment from 2021? Number two, what is something that you accomplished in 2021 that you are proud of yourself for? Number three, what is a struggle that you got through in 2021? Something you struggled with but you made it through. Number four, who was somebody that you were really happy to meet in 2021? And finally, number five, what is something you accomplished that you didn't think you would be able to? 
So write down the answers to those questions, just a little reflecting on the year. And feel free to shoot me a message. I would love to hear your responses and I would love to hear your goals, your resolutions for 2022. So feel free to reach out. I would love to hear from you. I mentioned this on my last podcast episode, but I am going to bi-weekly for my podcast for now for season three. It was just very hard going weekly just with work and everything going on. It was really, really tough for me. I really enjoyed it. I loved all the interviews I did, but it was hard. I was on the struggle bus, so I need to free up some of my time this coming year, so I am going to be going bi-weekly. So I will see you in two weeks. I hope you have a wonderful, peaceful, calm two weeks ahead of you, and I will talk to you then. 